Aaron, we're doing it. Casual and committed. Welcome, everyone. Aaron. This is very exciting, Kelsey. I didn't ever think this day would come because we've been trying to do this for a year. Literally for forever. So, you know, we're just one of the last people on earth to start a podcast, but that's okay. This is so exciting. Yeah, out of the five billion that already have them. <laughs> I know, I know. We're really trendsetters here, but <laughs> oh my gosh, I am so pumped. I I was very nervous, actually. I didn't tell you because I thought it was good content, but I am one to say things and then not actually do them. So that's not too far, you know. We've had a couple podcast ideas that haven't come to, to fruition. Yeah, I know. But this is this has been the white whale. I just think it's so good. Every time we talk, it sounds in my head like a podcast. And you keep telling me, save it for the podcast. Save it for the podcast. I know, because you can't talk about it all. It has to be authentic, you know, our real reactions to one another. But I was real nervous today. I'm really thankful that Alex, who is my husband, is out of the house tonight. I'm happy my two cats are quiet tonight. (laughs) I was wondering what you were going to do with those kitty cats. Well, one of them's hiding in the closet and then the other one's out on the porch. Yeah, we have really official studios. You're on an air mattress. Currently live on an air mattress, yes. And I am in my office closet where I work my day job out of and apparently now record podcasts. I did bring a lamp from work, not for this particularly but and I'm trying to set the mood that I'm camping so I have a lantern looking thing (laughs) (laughs) you do have some camping vibes for those who can't see her which is everyone because we're a podcast and that was so stupid but you do have a real like moonlight glow going on but that is just your house (laughs) I'm all about that mood lighting well you know it's important for dating which is I guess what our podcast is about or half about so yeah but I'm pumped so you know tell them who the heck we are like as friends like why are we doing this yeah I think so do you want to tell a story should I tell the story should we both tell the story together somehow I would love to hear your side because I feel like you remember certain parts that I have completely blanked on I didn't even remember so sure Please interject. Like, I want to know because I think I know the story perfectly. I mean, there are fuzzy details, but I do remember what you were wearing, which is strange. I also think I know. So, this friendship has been old. Like, we're not new friends, even though you feel like still somehow a new friend, but you're not. You're a college friend, and we are many years past college so that's a decade and two years into this 12 years you're the most committed relationship (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh I don't does it feel like I mean it's gross that we've been friends for 12 years but does it act like you still feel like a new friend to me sometimes do I feel like a new friend to you sometimes yeah especially since now that you have kids it's yeah. a completely different person that I'm learning. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but I don't know what that is about, you know, when you have childhood friends and you have high school friends and those seem older than your college friends, at least for me, I can't speak forever. But anyway, so 12 years ago, 
around this time, honestly, summer in 2010, we, we both found ourselves at our alma mater, Grand Valley State University. Laker for a lifetime. Laker for a lifetime. That lake effect, I think, is also a new hash. Anchors up, I think, is another one of there. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we found ourselves at orientation, new student orientation, trying just to get our classes scheduled. And before they did that, they paired us into groups. I don't know where we started, but we definitely were in the chapel when we met. I don't know if that's where it started or not, but for whatever reason, there's a chapel on this campus, like smacked up in the center. And it, that's where they were hosting new student orientation, at least this part of it. And some guy spoke on the stage. Do you remember what he talked about? Because I have no, not a clue, not a clue. I don't even remember this part. I remember talking to you on the sidewalk. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, so we were in the chapel and they made us eventually pair off and well, pair off is loosely like there were three of us, you, me, and then the other guy. And the guy was in between us. Do you remember him? He was in between us and we had to do some icebreaker stuff. So I don't remember what I learned about you or him. I don't remember him at all. Couldn't tell you his name. Couldn't draw him if I needed to. Don't remember a thing about him. But I do remember we talked over him. And I think he was quite muscular. That's the only other thing I remember. But you and I just clicked. Orientation takes place in different buildings. So we ended up walking. Mm -hmm. I don't remember talking to you walking. It sounds like you do. But we went and took our math placement together. And... And Spanish, yes, which is where we could have split up, but we didn't because we both were habla espanoling. You know what I mean? <laughs> and somehow I I got into the three hundred levels. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I don't even remember, but because I remember you said you wanted to minor in Spanish. Yes. And major at one point, major. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I remember that. And then I remember you were wearing like a hot pink, pinkish dress. Mm -hmm. Summery kind of cut me. Yes. And I have like a statement and like a necklace of some sort that kind of looked like Luann from Real Housewives of New York. (laughs) Honestly, if I was channeling Countess Luann in 2010, (laughs) That's that's one of the highest compliments. I am not channeling her tonight. Let's just be very clear. And I remember taking the placement test and doing like our picture for our school. Yes. yes. And and I remember sitting at l- the lunch table. I, I think they did our lunch in Kirkoff. So I remember doing that. Wow, I don't remember any of that. But, and it reminded me where they did it in Kirkoff. It reminded me of like, some wedding at a church basement because it was just like there's no windows or anything that's how I remember our initial orientation yeah I was walking a sidewalk to North Sea which was eventually going to be our home yeah but uh, yeah that's well, much all I <laughs> I don't all, yeah it was so not memorable because how did we know we were meeting one of our best no. friends we didn't know who we were going to be to one another mm-hmm. but all I know is that all or all I knew is that your name was Aaron and all you knew was that I was Kelsey and we didn't trade my spaces or newly Facebooks. We didn't exchange numbers, nothing. We sucked at meeting one another. 
<laughs> but then, okay, so that was probably June. I'm pretty sure it, to be so weird. I think it was June 13th. That's so specific, but I'm pretty sure it was Mary Kate and Ashley's birthday that day. It could have been June. 20th or something but I think it was June 13th I could be wrong but I just remember because my mom was like you better get your classes early I remember I did right. the first orientation so yeah. I don't know if that was in May or if that was June but I just no, it was it was one <laughs> I would bet my bottom dollar it was June not May why oh because there's no way it could have been May and then this is a tangent we don't need to be having but I just to prove that I'm pretty sure it was in June was I would not have graduated high school yet oh wait no that's not even true I graduated early so anyway well I mean early in the season not early for a person but okay I was just proving my point but it was in June and I'm pretty sure it was June 13th maybe even June 6th now if you're saying it was one of the earlier ones but it was definitely June. I'm pretty sure it was June 13th. And I'm pretty sure that's Mary Kate and Ashley's birthday. But then fast forward August move-in day, our families have left us. They have unpacked us into our rooms where I didn't know my roommate and you didn't know your roommate going into it. And somehow I end up, well, not somehow, it's very <laughs> obvious how I walked myself to the large cafeteria. And I'm sitting at an eight person table with my roommate and her then boyfriend who later becomes, we all become friends, but, but the three of us, Sienna, and I don't know if I'm supposed to say the people's names who I don't know if they'd give me permission, but it's a very basic name. I don't know what the rules are of podcasting, but we'll just say this guy, his name starts with an M. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway the three of us are sitting at an eight person table who in their right mind does that we would never do that we would never perform such a sin again but it worked to our advantage because then someone came and tapped me on my shoulder approaching from the back and I turn around who is it it's me (laughs) yeah yeah I remember because my roommate her name was Sam so if she ever listens to this, she probably won't because I saw her a few years later and then she didn't re- recognize me walking down the- Erin. Walking down towards the clock tower. I was like, Sam, Sam. And she was- Years like, later, meaning while you're still enrolled. So yeah, within three years of living with her every day. Yeah, she didn't remember me. She didn't recognize that me. Is- which, the craziest thing I've ever heard. Of I'm not life. bragging about myself here, but like my grandpa aged like a fine wine and I have some of his genes. So my face doesn't change that much. Literally you look the exact same. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I don't, I don't age very like drastically. Well, and also you're not rapidly aging unless you're Benjamin Button in three years time <laughs> or two years time, yeah. you know, and you so, lived with her every day. So like not to put her on blast, but come on, Sam you live with this person every day anyways so I I remember we were hungry because we had gotten moved in I did a group hug balled my eyes out with my family and was like I don't want to go then we walked over to which was called fresh and I remember there's a lot of people in there and I remember once we had gotten our trays this was kind of like buffet style type of thing And it was first day of school, like, where the hell am I going to eat lunch? Or where am I going to sit? And so I remember directing Sam and I to the table because I was like, oh, there's a lot of seats at the table. 
And then I remember like kind of seeing you and Sienna and the guy that starts with M. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so. And I remember sitting my like tray down and then coming up to you from behind. And like, uh-huh. cause then I recognized who you were. And then I was Oh, like, you oh. did recognize me. I've always wondered. Never yeah, no, I recognized you because I knew like, oh my gosh, I know that person. And then, yeah. And the rest is history. The rest is history. Wowzers. And so we ended up living in the same building. Then later we became roommates in our junior and senior year. So yeah, tackled the worst roommate ever. Yeah, we had the worst roommate ever. That'll be a whole other situation. Another story. <laughs> a whole other story. Yeah, but that's our story. But really, we're we're you know we had so many things that brought us together, and yet our lives have taken us in such different directions. <laughs> but I think that's you know the point of this podcast is one of us is casual and the other is committed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, someone yesterday told me that I was like a, a and I'm going to say this wrong, a vagabond. Yeah. <laughs> or with guys? No. Just oh, I didn't understand. Okay. <gasps> yeah, just in general. With, yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, wow, that's a big claim that this person is making, a vagabond of, of, with men. Anyway, we're doing this podcast and it's primarily because of you and your wonderful life that you live so tell those people who are listening about it like who are you Aaron <laughs> that's a really tough question to ask because I think if anyone were to watch my Instagram it's basically she's obsessed with cats <laughs> and <laughs> she just goes all over the place and that's pretty much it but I mean obviously there's way more stuff to it but I mean I grew up in a small town my whole entire life, very sheltered life. I didn't know what 69 or sex really was until <laughs> I was almost a freshman in college. Performing them? No. <laughs> I didn't know what any of that stuff meant. You didn't know what sex was? Not really. I mean, because I was basically been, I was basically told, you know, if you ever got impregnated teenager they were gonna I was gonna be thrown in the woods for a week to go find myself (laughs) but don't you think that you should know what you shouldn't be doing I knew I was terrified of it anyways whatever it was whatever it looked like whatever it was supposed to be I knew it was something I wasn't supposed to be doing and I was terrified this is crazy okay so you don't learn these things till college got it I had a boyfriend in high school and and all that stuff. And that was a traumatic first love. But I mean, besides growing up in a small town and kind of being sheltered my whole life, I've always, because of that, I've always wanted to expand my horizons, not just, you know, go on one trip and and never go anywhere else. But I, I could not, I'm not the person that can sit at a desk all day. You know, I need to be out and I have a really strong wanderlust that's really bad. (laughs) I really want to travel all the time. And that was the corniest thing I've ever heard someone say, but it is true. I don't know how else you would describe yourself. That's I a great way. Just saying you have a wonderlust. That's like a live, laugh, love sign. You need to hang that over your bed. Yeah. With relationships in terms of like, the best example I could pick a pick of a relationship was my grandma and grandpa smart, my mom's parents. Mm-hmm. They were just 
madly in love. My grandpa died when I was in third grade, but I knew what a good relationship was based on their relationship. And I've had relationships before, but I've been single most of the time. And I think there's part of me that obviously is terrified of commitment. And that's why, hence, I said earlier, someone said I'm like a vagabond because like, I don't sit still for one minute and committing, buying a house, buying a condo, committing to a relationship is, I just don't like putting roots down because then I'm like, oh my God, this is like permanent. Now what am I supposed to do? Because I remember sometimes hearing my parents talk about daily stuff about being in a marriage and it's like, oh, did you, did you put the drill away yesterday after you used it? And I'm just like, that's such a boring topic. (laughs) I literally just told Alex he had to put his drill away. Like I literally, that's so funny. Not even me pretending. It is in his office. It's been sitting in his office since we moved in, quite frankly, which was months ago. And I said, you need to really put that drill away. At the same time, I want to be in a committed relationship because there's parts of me that are sick of doing everything alone, working. I mean, obviously I have to work alone, but doing everything else besides what my current job is alone. And we'll get into it in many episodes from now, but there was a prior relationship that just has kind of like, I'm shut off Mm -hmm. (laughs) from that, but I still try. It's not that I don't, it's hard. (laughs) Yeah. Well, well you do try, I think is pivotal or key. I quite frankly, don't have that many single friends left. (laughs) But when all, all of my friends, whether they're now in a relationship or not, by far, you are the one who puts themselves out there the most. You go on dates, which is why we have this podcast, because I'm fascinated by the way that you date. I'm fascinated. And I'm so excited to do this podcast to like, yeah, there's lots we'll unpack, but the dating stories are going to be so good. They are. And I was just thinking of this too, because I think this is genetic because my cousin who's a week older than me she's the same way I am I have a theory or hypothesis that I'm going to be the last one in our family that's going to get married and she's going to be the next one and then it's going to be me eventually so uh, but she's the same way as me we've been single most of our lives we've had a couple relationships here and there but we just don't commit but does she put herself out there like you no I don't think not to the extent Mm-hmm. I remember when I had visit. she lives in Colorado, shout out to my cousin, Jamie, I'm going to say her name. <laughs> Anyways, she, she lives in Colorado and I remember visiting her and she was terrified of the dating apps. And I've been on them since I was 22 on and off. There's no fear. <laughs> yeah. No, you have, you have no fear. That is one thing that uh, I guess you call them listeners. Our listeners will learn is that you are so apparently afraid of commitment and you know we'll save all that but you are so not afraid of just like doing a million first dates which sounds actually worse uh, for me that sounds literally torture from what I've heard of what a first date is so that sounds terrible yeah it is kind of I wouldn't say it's torture because then I wouldn't do it if it was torture yeah but they're definitely interesting and I've gotten to the point that I'm so good at them now that while I walk towards the person I know if I'm gonna if I see a future with them or not see okay but we can't talk about this because we this this because we have to talk about this so we can't talk about this it's just a teaser (laughs) 
it is a teaser and you can see how enraged I'm getting because there is absolutely, there is no way you will know because that theory has to be felt like that, that, that thought process has to be so flawed because you don't end up with anyone at the moment. So like, you don't know walking up to the person if that's me or person, but that we can't, uh, we, that's, we're going to note it. We're going to write it down. That's going to be a quick up, like a early episode because I'm getting enraged and you know how I feel about your like checklists and your standards and like all that. So that, that has to be like episode, we already have episode two planned, but that's episode three for sure. Okay. Well, enough about me, Kelsey. Oh my gosh. Me? Who the heck are you? (laughs) I'm from the suburbs of Detroit. You said you're from a small town. I'm from the burbs where you can find every fast food restaurant and I go to them all. There's a big difference between me and Aaron is I (laughs) frequent all of the fast food chains and Aaron eats a baked potato. Deep pocket and a baked potato. You can't forget. I mean, the other day I was home without kids and without Alex, who again is my husband. And I, I had a baked potato. I thought of you and I ate the baked potato. Maple in my life. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But from the burbs, just outside of Detroit, went to Grand Valley for my undergrad, went to Bowling Green for my master's. So I moved from Michigan. We're both from Michigan and I moved from Michigan to Ohio for grad school and then bounced around. But no one cares so much about that. But in high school, it's, it's pivotal to go back that far because I met my husband in high school in 2007. No, 2006. We've been dating since 2007 or well, now married, but 2006 and it's 2022. And can I just say you, the story you've told me about this you said you saw him walk in class and you were yeah. like, that's the person I'm going to marry. So my okay. approaching somebody knowing that like- <laughs> that is true. I don't know how explicit this podcast is supposed to be. So just know I'm dropping an F-bomb because shit, that is true. So damn, should we even have an episode about this? Because, no, we have to. But, but dang, you really just disproved me. Though I think it's slightly different, but yes, true story is I was sitting in homeroom first day of high school. He volunteered to go to the office to take the attendance to the office. And I thought that was so brave. And he stood up and we wore uniforms at my high school and he had pleated pants on, which makes your ass look bigger. And he already had a big one. And so he stood up and I just was like, I'm in love. I saw his butt and I knew the bravery. Obviously his face is cute. And then the big butt was the third icing on the cake. Third thing that really hit me over the head with it. So yeah, 2006, we started dating technically in 2007 in January on your birthday. So that's so fun. Another weird coinky dink for the two of us. Mm-hmm. And we we did break up two times in our time together, but neither of us dated anybody during those breakups. I about it though. You did. My senior year, we had discussions. Well, dealing with a tumultuous railroad, railroad man. 
Yeah, you and yeah. Mm -hmm. But we didn't. And we, in fact, pretty much dated each other while we were broken up. This is true. We went out on dates and saw one another pretty frequently and even celebrated our anniversary one year while we were. Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah, we went to the melting pot and celebrated whatever anniversary that was that year at the melting pot. (laughs) And when the server came up and was like, what are you celebrating? We were like, oh, it's our anniversary, but we're not together, but we are. So (laughs) anyway, and then we got married in 2017. And we have two dogs, George and Daphne, and we have two kids now, Hattie and Grady. And we are just like committed AF, you know? So that's, that's me. (laughs) I've never been on a first date. I mean, if you count my mom dropping me off at Vic's Italian restaurant in Southgate, Michigan, (laughs) And Alex also getting dropped off there. Then yes, we have been on a first date, but never been on a date where I put myself out there because at that point we had already been dating. We were already boyfriend and girlfriend because, you know, that's how you did it. There was no talking that like concept of quote unquote talking that you people do didn't exist. So we just were straight up dating boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And then we went out on a date to dinner. So I don't know if that's a date once you're already committed. Once it was in my AOL instant messenger profile that we were together on 11707, does it count as a first date? I don't know because it was already in my AIM profile. I would say you were really jumping the gun, but is that not how you did it back in the day? That's how we did it. No. <laughs> oh no, you like See, this is wrong with See, how it currently is. We've had this discussion before where every online internet app or, or whatever trend that everyone hops on, I take a couple years to hop on the trend. Right. To where it's already existing and like everyone is like, well, why didn't you do it when it first happened? Well, I don't know. I just didn't care. So when all that, like it's not Facebook official or, or MySpace top eight or, or whatever, like, yeah. You know, I didn't do any of that. I mean, I had like a MySpace and I did a top eight, but I wasn't like, I have to put my boyfriend up there. Yeah. But like, but, but I was the girl that would put like on her AOL and messenger, the, the different lettering, little capital, big capital, and then some lovey dovey quote as my away message. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so all I can remember, and I remember it distinctly is that I, I was so like counterculture. <laughs> Or I tried to be. So mine was white. You know how you could like change the fill mm-hmm. color of your away message and whatever. Mine was white, you know, because I was too, I didn't want a color because everybody else had a color. So my color was white, classic. And then my font was Times New Roman italic, italicized uh, with like a light red peach. It was very pastel-y. And then it had you know, a, a J P, which is his initials, Alex's initials. And then one seventeen oh seven. but then it also had some inside jokes of ours, not just of ours, like of anyone's, but him and I had the most, but you know, I, I thought I was really 
an original hipster with the white and the Times New Roman. The fact that I didn't change those two things, you know? I just was all about finding love. Like everything, my MySpace was some lovey-dovey music. Where I was obsessed with like any love story movie, hoping that the main characters would finally have their first kiss on screen and being so excited when it finally came to that moment in time. Erin! And oh my gosh, I've always wanted some great, big, massive love story. So now I'm at this point where like, I don't care. Wow. I could truly, I would never have thought that. (laughs) I would never have thought that. Oh, if you talk to anybody that I grew up with, my parents or some of my childhood friends, like my friend out in Oregon and my other friend who lives in Tennessee, they would, they would say those things because that's exactly who I was. Fascinating. Fascinating. I can't wait. I can't wait to get to know baby air. I mean, obviously we've known each other for 12 years, but I didn't know that about you. You know, we've never had to talk about our aim profiles or like our my spaces. And I just, I don't know if you've watched this movie yet, but I just had that feeling again. And it really like, it hit me for a couple days. I was like, man, I really want that. I really want it. That movie Purple Hearts on Netflix. Uh-uh. Oh, you have to watch it whenever you have some free time. It was a great love story. And I'm listening to the soundtrack right now, nonstop. <laughs> Oh my gosh. This is, this is really exciting to me that you have, this is like inside of you. Yeah. I mean, I definitely dormant for probably anywhere between the four to six year mark, but that movie really wake it up. Yeah. And maybe this podcast will keep that piece of you alive, you know? Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. So that's so exciting. What was just out of curiosity, what was your aim name? I had a couple different ones. Mm -hmm. Um, One of them was Swim Girl 92 with like the instead of G I R L, it was G U R L. Oh. Then I had another one that was like Twinkle Star with like a bunch of different numbers. And then I had another one, which I still believe to this day, funny girl, nine, five, nine, five. Oh my gosh. You're ridiculous. I love it. So yeah, those were, yeah. That's, why did we change them? Cause you would have to like totally restart. But so mine, my first one and the one I definitely had the longest was fly toddler, all lowercase. <laughs> because this girl I grew up with she hers was bug baby angel and so like bug fly baby angel oh wait what did I say bug baby angel so oh yeah so I was gonna do fly toddler devil but that seemed insane so I backed up off the devil you know like bug and fly toddler Mm -hmm. baby angel devil clearly I thought I was so freaking cool and I still think I was cool so that's amazing to me I guess if you don't love yourself like who else is gonna love you right so anyway (laughs) fly toddler and then I went to black panther 22 capital b capital p and then I ended with simply white rice because my maiden name is rice so 
Oh my gosh. So that's what Alex doesn't exist now. (laughs) Alex knew me as simply white rice. He was, I'm the kid from Cali, all lower cases, Mm -hmm. because he was from Cali. He was born there and lived there for three months. I gave him so much crap. But then he should have been giving me crap for all three of those names. All three of them are terrible. But yeah. Oh my gosh, that was so fun. I love talking AIM. It's so quintessential. I wish in some form millennial. it was like it was back, but I wish there was just something completely separate again from all of these other social medias. Cause I think I feel like our generation and I think even the generation, a couple generations below us, I think would really appreciate it (laughs) i think it's called texting aaron well not just that but i'm saying like you can have texting but i'm saying a separate app where you did all the things that we did on aim yeah you just want aim it's gchat but for socializing oh you could do microsoft teams and put a freaking away message but i don't want to do this i don't want to share this with my coworkers. (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh well i feel like AIM was obviously the original and everything was born out of it. Like you can think like the emo side of it is like, is and was Tumblr. The like chatty side of it is like DMing and, you know, Snapchat to a certain point. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Wow. What a fun little tangent there. So Erin, what is this podcast about? (laughs) (laughs) What are, what can the people expect to hear? Well, you're going to expect to hear a variety of different things. I mean, I think one of the things you had mentioned earlier was we created this basically because I have an interesting dating life and I kind of want to share that with the world because I think there's so many dating podcasts and relationship experts, I'm doing that in quotations, and they just basically say, oh, this is the reason why you suck at dating is because you're not competent enough or, or this or that. And like blames the individual. Well, I'm here to tell you folks, <laughs> I am confident in, it took a really long time, mm-hmm. but that's just not the only reason why dating is terrible. <laughs> it's not just because of you. <sighs> so there's that. And then obviously I've got some really great you know, past dates. You have the best stories, which is literally the, what birthed the idea of this podcast was like, you would tell me a story and we would just talk and unpack that date for so long. And we were like, this, there's something here because you go on so many and I've gone on zero. And some of the ones, my personal favorite is the boxing guy. I... Aaron, Aaron accidentally dated a counselor by day, boxer by night. (laughs) You accidentally dated an underground MMA fighter and he invited you. And I can't wait to tell the people. I can't wait for the world to hear that story because anyone I've shared it with is, oh my God. It's literally so good. It's so good. And it's so good. And then another one, which you were shocked to find out about was when I was 20 three I well let me back this up so tinder came out in 2014 well you can't tell us Aaron these are no 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 I'm just I'm not telling you this is like the first tinder person I actually went out with and I oh I didn't realize it was that I remember signing up for tinder because I remember Sienna was on tinder at the time and I remember you telling us all in our apartment and I mean Sienna didn't live with us but she was there 
I remember you looking at me and saying, don't you dare sign up for that because I was just getting over the railroad man. Uh (laughs) Anyways, but anyways, I didn't listen to your advice. (laughs) Clearly. Good thing you didn't. Otherwise we wouldn't have. Yeah. And I, based on this date, I was 23, basically kind of fast forward, like eight months later from that, my initial sign up. It took you eight, like, let's just pause. It took you eight months to go on a date from Tinder? From Tinder, yes, because I was on other apps. I know. Like, I was on like plenty of fish and stuff. I getting dates from that. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I actually, <laughs> I, I need to find the article, but I was listening to another podcast and they were actually referencing this. And I was like, oh, I got to find it to like bring it up on ours. But it's like, if you're looking for this, you go on this. If you're looking for this, you go on that. And so I would love to find it and then see if you co-sign this mm-hmm. article. I plenty of fish came up on there. <laughs> I don't use plenty of fish and I don't use any of those. Um, I basically just use Bumble and Hinge because I refuse to pay for app, like for Match or eHarmony, which I've done both of them. But you've done, I know, you've I've done, done them all. But, but most of them, like the ones that you pay for, the men that are on there look like they live in their mom's basement. So but what about, have you ever done sugardaddy.com? I've thought about it and someone DM'd me to be their sugar mama. Like, oh wait, the opposite sugar baby. Like you were going to reap yeah, the benefits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, it's like at this point, because I've got that part of me that's shut off and afraid of commitment and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. There's part of me that kind of thought about it. Cause he wasn't asking for anything like sexual. He just wanted arm. Even if he was, arm. it all depends on how much sugar he's got, you know? <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about in an episode what I would have done if I had not found Alex at 14, but I know sugardaddy.com would have been part of my story. I mean, it's so realistic for me. Like I could still do it if I wanted to. Erin, at this point, you could be someone's sugar mama. So you do need to find yourself a sugar daddy because you need to be taken care of. (laughs) Thank you. Mm-hmm. but so your first tinder date we'll talk about it let's let's we've already said so much so let's not say the shocking part of that story lips are sealed <laughs> lips are sealed because that is too too good your first tinder date i say we even say the next bullet i think we've given we've teased a lot mm-hmm. we got some good stories and those are just like some i mean we can come up with so many we like I was there, but we can even tell you the first one I went on when um we were we were living in Boltwood and I went on one and I met a guy in Battle Creek and I can tell you that one too. Oh my gosh, there's so many. So that's <laughs> one major chunk of this podcast is yeah. going and reliving some of these great dates and figuring out. Yeah. And it's not just going and reliving them and hope you enjoyed the story. What can we learn? Yeah, yeah. It's all about the story, Aaron. Oh, it's going to be so good. I I literally can't. I'm here for yours and everybody's comedic entertainment. (laughs) 
there's, you are right. There's so many things you're going to learn along the way. We're mm -hmm. also going to dive into our views and feelings on commitment because clearly we differ Extremely. in that way. <laughs> Extremely. <laughs> mm -hmm. And maybe, maybe by reliving some of these dates, we'll release some things for you and maybe maybe yeah. love awaits <laughs> no I do have the you know how you were obsessed with how I met your mother the tv show and he had said one time in a scene like he's she's running as fast as she can to you she'll be here soon or uh -huh, uh -huh. those lines I think that sometimes like yeah he's on his way he's probably feeling the same way I do about uh -huh. everything so if I want to be optimistic, yeah, that's kind of like how it feels. But then the other side of me is like, you're okay. You'll probably never marry, never have kids. You know, you'll probably be like this the rest of your life. So, <laughs> and I'm not trying to say that to be dramatic, but I've, you know, I've truly felt on both sides of the spectrum. Of that. Yeah. I mean, it like not it could go either way. I mean, it is 50 either way. I would be fine with it. And it's so funny because I know some women are paranoid about that. I couldn't be alone. Literally could not, mm -hmm. but I can. And it is, it's, it's weird. I mean, I don't, it's not like I want to live my life like that, but I'm comfortable doing that and I will do it if I have to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like to think that I'm an independent woman. Mm -hmm. But I am a dependent ass bitch. That is for sure. And if I hadn't met Alex at 14, I probably would be alone because I'm an acquired taste. <laughs> An acquired taste. But also I'm not, that is not it. Like for me, the dating, the putting myself out there in that way. Oh, 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 no, 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 no. So, but I'd be so terrified. You're the best because you are truly independent. You're so brave. And yeah. This is just a side note. When you gave me that book for like Christmas, but it was delayed because I didn't yeah. see it for your baby shower. Yeah. And you gave me that book about bravery, just a cute little short book. Yeah. It really touched me because I don't always see myself as that. So to have someone give me something like that, kind of tell uh -huh. me that, that was really, that was really like, thank mm. you. Like, <laughs> so. uh, the book was more touching than this year's gift, which was the Sophia Chia Pet. Which one was better? The book on bravery or the- Both book? were good because one of them was sentimental and then the other one, you know me to my core. So like the cheapest <laughs> <part. laughs> Uh Well, no, I think you're so brave because, and I, like, I mean this truly, I could literally never do what you do. It's too hard to even imagine what my life would be if I didn't have Alex and now the kids. So like, it's so crazy. And you're- way more independent than I am even though sometimes it scares me the things you don't know <laughs> I get very worried for you <laughs> because I'm like how does she survive but you do you know so yeah ignorance is bliss sometimes <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that also on this lovely podcast yeah because you complain about how I have such weird and high standards. We're going to see what you come up with 
So mm-hmm. you're going to take over my dating profiles. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for whenever we decide to do that. Yeah. I think at, I'm going to find you some winners. We can only hope. and the, But they're probably going to have like mullets. <laughs> like, mullets are coming back, Aaron. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. And okay, I, well then we're definitely swiping. Either, so. We're swiping right on facial hair and mullets. Hopefully we find like five, six, which is hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, well, you're only five, what, four? Five, four and a quarter. Uh, right. That's always what I say. Oh my God. I was just telling the person the, yesterday that I thought you were- Called you a vagabond? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I thought you were five three, and he thought you were five three as well. So, oh, that person. Mm. I think I say I'm five three. I don't know. My driver's license says five four. I think I say five three and three quarters. Actually, now that I reflect back on actually what I say, but I love that you go to the quarter because I do too. Because the quarters count, but I do round up for the driver's license because every inch counts. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh yes well I can't wait to take over because I'm definitely finding the right ones for you we can only hope that they're yeah but really we hope that they're not the right ones because that would really put a damper on this podcast if you did end up finding love in season one or I don't know if we have seasons yet but like (laughs) in episode 10 that would suck we're gonna have a 10 episode podcast of like parts one through 10 about how I won't commit to the man if you find me (laughs) true 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 yeah (laughs) well I think I think we did it I think we so I think we recorded our first podcast which is insane to me and if all of you who listen to this have made it through thank you (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, thanks for listening, everyone. If you liked what you heard in today's episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Like, duh. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Casual and Committed Podcast. <laughs> Great. All right. Bye. Bye.